So question to all the listeners. Is it our fault for over-glorifying celebrities and athletes when they mess up that we get so disappointed or so entwined in their mess up and their mistakes? Is it is it okay for them to be normal and make those mistakes without us doing what we do? Or is it our duty or do you feel like it's your duty because you hold them to such a high standard and a high pedestal? I'm going to say high standard because of the amount of money they make. Let's take an athlete. The amount of money an athlete makes for being good at a sport that you probably grew up playing, you probably hold them to a higher standard because of the opportunities you want to say afford it to him because he's good. I think it's skill, it's dedication, it's all this, but at the end of the day, they're, they're normal people. My question is, whose fault is it that they get so much attention for their mistakes? Is it the media and our faults that we glorify them so much that we want to put a magnifying uh, a glass over their mistake because of how much money they make? And we don't feel that they're human and aren't afforded or allowed to make any mistakes. Whose fault is that? Is that ours as a society and media's? Or is it truly the athlete for not being the model citizen and the example that comes with being in that position? What I mean is we understand that we're automatically thrusted into a role of leadership when you play a sport. And let's say you have like a little brother or some family members, even school. If you play high school basketball and you guys are doing very well, let's say football, football is better. Let's say you're the star quarterback of the football team and you guys are doing very well. You're gonna, that one individual is gonna be held to a higher standard, whether he's gonna be, and, and in both ways, he's gonna be hated on because of how good he is, maybe good looking, and then he's gonna be liked for what he does as an athlete. And appreciate it for what he does as an athlete. But because we're automatically thrusted in that role, is it fair to say that we are allowed to mess up without it being magnified? Or is it part of the job that when you finally make it pro, it's again, automatically, you're that leadership, you're that spotlight, you're not allowed mistakes because you have the privilege of playing the sport you love for a handsome amount of money. You see what I'm saying? I was thinking about this and I was wondering how to discuss it because I didn't want to come off in a different way than I was trying to, than the message I was trying to relay. And this is a hard one because the thing that sparked this idea for me was two things. One, do you remember when LeBron was giving his takes? I think he was in Cleveland, giving his takes about some political and one of the reporters told him to shut up and play or just shut up and dribble. That seems like ages ago, because can you imagine someone saying that now? And LeBron didn't shut up and dribble. He kept he kept on his political, um, whatever you want to call it. But he stood his ground. He's like, I'm more than just an athlete. I'm a person. I'm a citizen. And pretty much like I'm, I'm, a, I'm allowed to have my opinions because I'm American. And for some reason, we looked at it like you're an athlete. You're not allowed. Or the media looked at it like you're an athlete. You're not allowed to have an opinion on something you know nothing about. That's Americans. So why is that person, why is LeBron in this situation not allowed to do that? So that was the first thing that, that I was thinking about that kind of sparked this 
idea, incepted this idea. The second thing was the uh, Brittany Griner thing. The fact that Brittany Griner has messed up in a country where you, the probably the the one, I can only think of three countries, two other countries that might have been worse or as bad, and that's North Korea and China. You messed up bad to the point where you can't be saved. And I feel like we are, we're looking at this all wrong. Joe Rogan said it best. There's people here in America that are needing to be let out of jail because of weed. And they're not. And so the fact that this person was thrusted into what a role model or a position higher in society because of their talent at basketball, we are in, we're thrusted into and, and woven into this dilemma of it wasn't that bad. The messed up wasn't that bad. She should be let out. Russia's being harsh. And the way I thought about it was, why would you not? Like my mentality, and it might come off wrong. Why, how could you be so ignorant? How could you be so arrogant? How could you be so cocky? How could you be so just dumb to not study up on the laws or rules of Russia? I know you have a prescription and, and all this other stuff and the amount was not a lot, but come on. The ignorant part comes from being American. I feel like as an American, you feel that because in certain states here in America, you are allowed to carry X amount on you or it's legal to buy and it's not a problem. Therefore, you can take it or can carry it in a different country. That doesn't make any sense. And the fact that you're trying to bring that contraband back, even though it's a country that allows it or certain states in the country that allows it, you're still having to get that through customs to bring it over. It just seems like there was a lot of stupidity and a lot of just plain, just dumb. There's no common sense behind that. How can, and some of this goes to the people in, in their corner. How can you pay all these people all this money and no one's going to tell you that, hey man, maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe you should leave this stuff here and get it re-prescribed when you hit, when you, you know, you touch down at home because we don't want you to get entwined in something out here in Russia because we don't know how long it could take. So the fact that Russia is not bending on letting her out just because of her status, good on Russia's part for treating her like a, like anybody else. Now, that being said, I don't know Russian law. Are they really treating her like anybody else? If, if it was anybody else that was not from the United States, would they slap them on the wrist and send them? Or is this really their penalty? That, I, that part, I don't know. But I feel because they're not treating her as a professional athlete, that we are as Americans and as a government, we're demanding and it feel entitled that she be held higher standard of the law, that there should be all these trades that we can get her out of jail to come home. That's nuts, man. Like we all want our country to bat for us like that, right? But the truth of the matter is they don't, they won't. No matter where you're from, they're not going to do that unless you're an important person. And is Brittany Griner an important person? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't remember how it all went. I want to say not important enough to get the attention of the American government until the media and the feminist movement made it uh, shine the light and brought all the attention that I feel like that's when the government wanted to get involved, which I don't know how I feel about that. 
they're willing to trade Russian prisoners who actually have committed crimes, hard crimes. They're willing to trade for a basketball player on that had weed. Do you hear that? Imagine being told in America that we're going to trade, we're going to trade Osama bin Laden back to the Middle East for someone who, I don't know, let's see, uh, for someone who failed to pay parking tickets and they had uh, outstanding warrants, they didn't show up to a couple court dates. Like, we're going to trade Osama bin Laden for one of those. Can we get two of them? No? Okay, we'll just do one. You'd be like, are you kidding me? You traded away a terrorist for someone who just was being dumb? That's how I feel with that whole situation. I feel like that it, that falls on you. That falls in your corner for someone not surrounding yourself around better people or not paying enough money to get better advice, whatever the case was. But now you want to trade someone who can potentially in the future cause us harm for someone who is going to dribble a basketball. I understand she's got a family and, and, and all that. But as an individual, we make our own mistakes and we have to pay for our mistakes. No one is above that. No one is above the law. We're shining a light and glorifying the wrong aspects of this. Oh, let's try to minimize it. Like same thing like uh, uh, the abortion thing. I was watching, what's your name? I was watching this girl that said that she used to be okay with abortion. And then she started realizing, you know what? The right is the right. Is right because I do feel the need to minimize the life of this child in order to feel comfortable with abortion. And that's what I feel like we're doing with Brittany Griner's where we're trying to minimize the amount or the drug itself in order to feel better about trading a known criminal for someone who got busted with weed or THC or, or whatever, cannabis. And it just, it sounds, it sounds weird to me. It, it sounds crazy. And I do feel like a lot of things started changing after, after we're, we're trying to progress as a country. I understand that we're trying to progress. I think some of like LeBron started something when he started standing up. That's a good message to send. What I guess I didn't anticipate was you're going to have the, the, some dumb athletes try to be vocal and progressive when some of them just shouldn't be talking. And so not only do you get the people who have something smart and intelligent to say or something to add to a conversation or an argument, but you have people who are just dumb that should not be involved that are more involved now than they would have ever been. So it's a gift and a curse when you have people that progress and move forward like that, which is fine. You know, you're going to get the good with the bad, but that's, I felt the shift after that. I felt the shift after that when you started seeing a bunch of dumb people come out and talk about athletes. And then I, you know, with this whole women's soccer thing, the percentage of what they were taking home before was greater than what the men were taking home. It's just the men were bringing in more. So for them, they were making more. I don't, I don't have the specifics of the deal, but I know they, they did it even across the board that everyone gets X amount of, and I don't know, it could be percentage. It could be money. But the teams were able to take something ridiculous like 30% or something. The winning teams were able to, or the teams were able to take like 30% of the revenue. Something crazy like that from the World Cup for the female side. 
And the men were only able to take like five or seven or 10 or 12 or something low like that. Crazy low compared to the women. But obviously because they're in the billions and not millions, they're making more money and they're bringing more money back. But there's the argument of the, uh, of the doing the same thing, the same job for the same amount of pain. That's not true when it comes to sports. That's, we know that's not true. We know that there's levels of competitiveness. There's, there's to anything, you eat what you kill. That should be the rule. I mean, Dana White's really big on that right now. They asked him, are you going to raise a fighter's play? He said, no, you eat what you kill, which makes sense. Why would you ruin it? He, he brought up boxing. Why would I ruin the sport like they did boxing? You, you saw it. You saw it with um, KSI fighting that Mexican boxer. That dude wasn't ready to box. He, he didn't want to box. He was there for a paycheck. That's it. He was running, complaining the whole time. He was there for a paycheck. So now you're taking a big chunk of money because of this of boxing. That's what it's diluted itself to. You get some good fights, but then you get some fights that are just, you know, because it's all a booking thing and it doesn't matter about competition and rank. Like it just doesn't seem the same anymore. And Dana White saying you you eat what you kill. I love that saying. I love how he phrased it too, because that's true. You'll get paid based off what the the numbers you bring in and the pay-per-view buys and the the crowd and all. You get paid off of all that. I'll give you fair and that's fair. And obviously it's something that is industry standard or industry accepted because then you wouldn't have these people fighting in the UFC anymore. Nate Diaz, I think, is an example of one that wanted to get out of his contract so he can go to these celebrity boxing to make money. It's fine. He's done his due diligence for the sport of MMA. And now he gets his chance to make some real money. Good for him. He's past his prime anyway. He's at a point where he can do that. He should be doing that. Take advantage like everybody else. But at least you contribute something to the game. The game, the, the fight game, that is. In his case, MMA. But I just don't understand, going back to my original question, like I said, I didn't know how to really maneuver with this, with with why we put so much power and why we put so much attention and 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 <clears throat> magnify so much on these athletes. And I don't know whose fault that is. I don't know where the blame lies. I don't know if we're supposed to be doing this. I understand it's sports center and, and reporters' job to report the bad, but like we see more and more. And I'm starting to like actually it's been a while now that I've started to lose that that oh I feel sorry for these guys feeling because like you got Henry Ruggs the third he look at the lives he took look what he did are we feeling bad for him I don't know the one athlete I do feel bad for is Josh Gordon Josh Gordon gets popped for weed and says he's not gonna stop smoking because it helps him and they ban him for like two years meanwhile Deshaun Watson is allowed to to do his best Starsky and Hutch impression and wear his little hand towels around his, his crotch and get massages and whip it out like Louis C.K., and only gets an 11-game ban. You know what I mean? So it just, I do feel bad for Gordon. Uh, I don't feel bad for Watson. Um, I don't feel bad for Brittany Griner. I don't feel bad for May, that safety May, who was who was perving with little girls or whatever, or endangered a, a underage person. Like, I don't feel bad for those people. Ray Rice, um... All of them. I don't feel bad for them. I stop feeling bad for these athletes because I sit on the side where, you know what? You do have the privilege. You have the blessing, first of all, to be good, to be, I don't know, we'll say, let's do basketball, for example. Basketball, starting five. That means that you're one of the best at your position. 
you are one of 32 at your position. Best. That's why you start. If you're a point guard, you're the you're ranked one through 32 best point guard in the country because you're in the NBA and they view you as such, at least for that year. So I sit on the side that the, the fact that you've been blessed with that kind of talent, you should feel honored and you should not allow anything to come between you and your success and your hard work. You've already done the hard part. The easy part is staying on track. The hard part was getting there. Some people will say the, the hard part is, is always what comes tomorrow. And that's, I can agree with that too. I can agree with that too. Depending on where you are in your life, the hardest thing could always be tomorrow. But you have to understand that you will have it at that point easier than most because of your financial comfortability. Instead, we, I don't know. I, I, so I don't feel bad for people when they mess up because it's like, look, whatever it is that you're seeking, seek it, stay humble. And you'll, and you'll find it. Stay grounded, stay spiritual, and you'll ground it. And you'll find it, I mean. Don't let that money and the corruption change you because that's when you start to lose your way. And I feel like that's when you start to kind of while out a little bit. So the financial aspect can interfere with someone's morals and things of that nature. But at the same time, you know what comes with the job. I don't feel sorry for you. I don't feel sorry for these athletes that are ruining themselves. I don't feel bad for the athlete from San Diego State, the punter. I don't feel bad for him. You know what I mean? These are opportunities that you have. These are mistakes you make. Oh, he was in college. He was a kid. What does that mean? You just said he's he studied at the university. He's not a kid. He should know better than to frat out and I don't even know if, if it was sex like gang rape all these women like come on whatever it was like you should know better especially if you have potential to make it at the next level why would you do anything to ruin that why would you surround yourself around bad people and especially him he's a punter he's a white punter he's not like a black running back or star wide receiver you know i don't know what his background was but it's no, it's no secret that the black community has more of the of the struggles from that community, and they tend to bring uh, 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 people tend to bring more of that chaos and that and that part of their old life with them because of loyalty. So this guy, who knows what he has? I would assume that this guy literally has probably had an easy life, but couldn't separate the fact that. San Diego State is not a hard school. It's not a school where there's gangs and all this other stuff. And come on, you're a white punter, bro. You should have never been involved in any of that stuff. Make better decisions on who you surround yourself with. I don't take pity on you, nor should you guys take pity on him or any of these people that make mistakes just because they're celebrities, just because they're athletes. You shouldn't take pity for these people. They are in control of their own decisions just like you are. And the law should not bend to them because of their status just like it will not bend to you. So the sooner that I feel we can keep everyone on the same playing field and hold everyone to the same standard, the better our country is with enforcing general law at an even and level playing field. Verdicts and punishments will be more on an even playing field because we're not bending the rules for one or two individuals. 
So that's what I got to say today. It wasn't much. It wasn't uh, maybe what you guys were expecting. It wasn't, uh, it, it felt like I didn't close on it, but I don't, I don't have anything else to say on it at this time. So we're going to go ahead and close this podcast. As always, Facebook, Instagram, Culture Punch Podcast, Twitter, Culture Underscore Punch. Go show some love to the YouTube channel, the Culture Punch Studios. Make sure you guys go check that out. And for everyone that's day ones or new ones, appreciate you. Continue to subscribe, continue to listen, continue to hit those likes, send me those messages, and make sure you guys share, whether it's the podcast or the YouTube stuff. Appreciate you all. Peace.